Welcome to the 43rd episode of the Gentleman's Breakfast. Seamus, we've been doing this shit for over two and a half years now. And I yeah, was thinking Yep. And I was thinking earlier this week that these meaningless recordings are either an endearing tribute to our friendship or the weirdest beginning to a murder-suicide situation that anyone's ever seen. You don't seem as like therapeutic. Who do you think would pull the trigger first? Between we you and I? And take each other out. Yeah. Oh, if we had to do like a, a standoff, like Alexander Hamilton type thing? I'm just saying something finally happens I have one a quick, day. I have a quick... snap and you know you decide, I need to leave this world, but I'm going to take this guy with oh, you would first. T- oh, I see. Murder-suicide. Yeah. Um, you would do that. Before I would. I think that's probably pretty clear. But speaking of a murder-suicide situation in the making, mm. I had the privilege of meeting your parents, the people who spawned you What was your about a week bef- ago. Yeah, before you met them, like, what was your expectations? Well, you built them up a lot, um, so I was expecting disappointment, but I was not disappointed. Uh, the main thing that I was prepared for was to just hear an endless stream of consciousness coming from your father. Yeah. Which Did he disappoint? Not at all. When we first met him... I was like squirming around in my seat like I'm getting so much content getting thrown at me. I had to run to the bathroom at one point randomly. I didn't even know that need to go to the bathroom. I just needed to run in there to write down all the words that were coming out of his face because I didn't want to pull out the phone in the middle of it. Funny side note, I get into the bathroom at CC's. There's a little bench in there. Usually only the girls have that. You can sit down? Yeah, I'm able to sit there. It's entirely possible that in the excitement I actually went into the women's room. But... <laughs> I don't understand why only girls have these like little side seating areas. I'm getting knocks on the door. I'm like, guys, I can't be disturbed. I'm making content in here in more ways than one. Mm. But anyway, the main thing that I wrote down, which I had trouble just bursting out laughing while your dad said. So we were talking about golf and how it's been declining with the youth over the years. Yeah, he likes that one. And your you dad's think- your dad's reasoning, a lot of reasons you come up with what, you know, why people golf less. Yeah. Your dad's reasons that he's got top of mind is like, well, now you got, you know, Skiing, parasailing, scuba <laughs> scuba diving, and then he ends it with just he, he says, and then of course there's the internet. And when he ended with, uh, then of course there's the internet, just as a blanket explanation <laughs> why people aren't golfing. I thought I was going to lose my shit. <laughs> and as things progressed, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, you know, I'm getting a pretty concentrated sixty minute dose of this. This is every day in Seamus's life for a month because they're here, and was every day in Seamus's life for a couple of decades. Yeah, what does that do to a man? Talk me through it. To me, yeah, I think that that makes me why. I mean, not to sound too hubris here, why it makes me so laid back. I mean, I've heard it all. How many times have you heard every story? Well, if you notice, like when I'm around him, I don't pay attention to him whatsoever. Yeah, like zero. You've attention. already heard it all. Heard it all. But I'll check in if I hear something I haven't learned. I'm like, oh, let me find out. And then I go back to ignoring him. I mean, I will say to be clear, he, he has some good story. I would say 60% of the stories that he tells are interesting anecdotes from a bygone era, right? You're hearing about the 40s. You're hearing about the 50s. But like to stay on that internet bit, I remember going to the barber. You know, yeah. Saturday mornings, go to the barber with my old man. And, you know, it was kind of, it was cool. Like we went with my brother. And it was right when the internet was, you know. Dial up. First taken off. First taken off. Yeah. It was the first time that you heard he that would, tone. And he would brag to like the other people. It's like, well, you know, now I just hop on the internet and figure this stuff out. And this is like 2002, 2001. Like, yep. obviously the internet already exists. Everybody knows what the fucking internet is. Yeah. But he was like, you know, up and coming, you know, 
in rural Massachusetts. Too. Has your dad's accent always been like that, or does he play it up? Isn't more it now? interesting? No, he doesn't play that up at all. It's a hybrid, I think, right? Yeah. It's between Massachusetts and New York. It's it's a, it, it is a bit. It's a good accent though. Yeah, I mean he he came blitzing in here a week ago, and he stayed with my mom, and, and you know he's bebopping somewhere around uh, central coast of California right now in a rental car. Yeah. Um, but you know probably the two you, the two highlights. Did you make sure they took out the insurance? Oh yeah. Well, initially he wanted to borrow you know the girlfriend's car. I was like, not doing that. My both of my siblings warned me that he can't drive a car. Okay. Uh, so but but you're comfortable with him being in the car by himself out in the world. Yeah, if he wants to kill himself, go ahead. I mean, it's you know he's had a good run at it, right? Yeah, he's, he's lived a, a good, good life. Uh, but I would say the two highlights uh, of his week here was you know I I, I take a, I'm very methodical and calculated in terms of what I present to him and how I entertain him. Yeah, it seems like you have things really scheduled out. Very scheduled out. You know, without the regimen you got to go through. The without informing this. him of the schedule whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> so Saturday, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take him up north to Marin County, go over the Golden Gate Bridge. There's a couple really cool spots that we can go to. Like he'll mm-hmm. really yeah. like it. Old, beautiful farmland. Always a great parent option. So we're doing that, and we're we're on the Golden Gate, and I think I'm driving or Mallory's driving. You know, the girlfriend, and he's on like his fifth story in a row. <laughs> And we're not, and let, so this is just you know, chaining them. This is no more than 20 minutes in the car. Not really getting any feedback, go, but he just keeps going. He just keeps going. And I go, dude, we're, we're enacting a new rule. In order yeah. for you to tell another story, somebody else has to tell a story in between. It doesn't yeah. need to be everybody, just one. So I like to call it the Jones Act because the Jones <laughs> Act is a maritime thing where you yeah. can't go to two consecutive U.S. ports. You have to. If, if, if you're not a U.S. US flag. made ship, yeah. yeah. So, it's like, so you're saying that your dad is basically like a foreign ship. Oh, he just got some restrictions on him. Just goes and goes and goes, and then so finally, I'm like, I couldn't handle it. I had to piss and shit. So I'm like, I stop at this like little cool town where there's a little league field. It's called Nicasio. Okay. There's an old saloon in there, and I'm like, I, I really need to go to the bathroom. Like I just crushed a cold red. Need yep. to go to the bathroom. So yep. I go in. It's an old saloon. The guy's like, Yeah, back. Like go through a back wooden door. He lets me in. He's like, Hey, you know, be quick. My dad uses this opportunity to see that there's a middle-aged man coaching about you know ten or twelve little league kids. Yeah, did he go and give him some advice? Oh, chit chat with him. He chat with him for you know ten fifteen minutes. Goes over the church, chats with the people in the church. <laughs> Finds out that after the mass, the pastor will come back and uh, buy everybody a pint of beer at the saloon. That's a great tradition. Pretty good. <clears throat> so does he have you stick around to see that or? He's interested, he so like I pulled some flyers. Like literally, he likes to read stuff. So yeah. like in the car, I pull every flyer and every little newspaper. Give I can him pick some up. materials, just everything, and he <laughs> and he keeps talking. I just keep handing it back to him. It's like giving your kids like a, a crossword puzzle or something like that, like a, a, a word search when they're in the back of the car. Well, even the position in the car, I was going to Mallory. I go, hey, do you want to sit in the back with my mom? She's like, well, no, why? And I'm like, so my dad can you know chat my ear off. He's like, well, no, I don't. You know, I don't want that. So I was like, all right, we'll, we'll stick him in the back. So it, it wraps up, full week. We cook a couple times. His refusal to ride Ubers, he takes the bus everywhere. Won't get an Uber if I'm paying yeah. for it. Yeah. So we go the last time, like, we're going to go to OJ's. And he's like, you know, I'm not a foodie guy. OJ's is original Joe's, very, like, old school. Yeah. I don't want to go to one of these frou-frou places like this. Frou-frou places. He's like, you know, not, I don't like not, food. Not you know, all my all. senses have burnt off. I go, hey, motherfucker, it's not all about you. Yeah. I go, maybe mom wants a burger. 
And you know, OJ's has OJ's is also just a place to eat. Uh, just a not, place to not eat. What I would describe as a foodie kind of joint. Just to relax, and he doesn't like walking more than four blocks. It's within two feet. That's the big thing. Can't walk more than four blocks. Okay. But wants to brag about how much he walked. All I, he's always talking about the steps. Won't walk more than four. Number blocks. That's a hill. I go. That that's a hill. I live in like the flattest part of the town. Where do you want me to live next? The he, tenderloin. He told me at at least three times in my hour with him that he walks eight miles a day. He doesn't like walking at night. I'll tell you that much. So anywho, we sit down, and the roommate, Mallory, catches on that I'm trying to position him next to Mallory yeah. in the booth. Yeah. And, I, and she's looking at me like, what are you doing? I'm trying like, to use her as a buffer. Yeah, yeah of course. And then you got to take your turns. She catches on. Yeah. Doesn't let it happen. So I, I bite the bullet. I sit down next to him. Okay. So we're sitting there having a good time, drinking some wine. It's actually really nice wrapping up. They're about to get on a flight, you know, the next day. Our good friend, my uh, one of our friends who you know from um, East Bay. Yep. Who was an all pops over. Pops over. Uh, he's a you know happens to be an African American gentleman. Of course. He sits down. Very good friend of mine. We start chit chatting. Yeah. You know he's there for some social networking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And my dad, upon meeting him, upon two minutes, immediately launches in how his daughter has done God's work and lived in the hood in Oakland. Yep. And taught at you know terrible locations, terrible facilities. That not, was what, that was what he was prompted on. Not when, knowing anything that he is a he black man friend. from Oakland. Yeah. And then my buddy just looks at me. He's like, "This is you in two years." <laughs> like that's the meanest thing you could have said to me. Two years? You're not going to give me twenty years? Uh, I do love that he shows up, and your dad immediately thinks, "Oh, well, I got an African American story. Let me dial that one up. Let me look that up. I, I've got that." been uh, triggered by the environment i'll tell you what i'm really interested in, in all this your dad is throwing out a lot of fanfare and all this but uh, what i've really been thinking about that i'm more interested in is your mother she's like, the most resilient human you ever met there's a lot that i can learn from this person she's heard all of this stuff thousands of times she's still there sitting through it she still is in good spirits yeah she doesn't seem like annoyed or no she rides it out well she uh you know engages when you want to engage with her she accepts all of it she's just happy to be out um it's impressive she's had physically five children but she's been married to one for 47 years i want to make a movie about her and it's a harrowing tale (laughs) (laughs) about you know living through years under this regime but i've got a regime my own these days are you working out no oh okay sorry I'm talking about uh, with the female. Oh, we're talking about that. And a, a, a recent discussion uh, that I had with her, she she always likes to complain. She's like, "You never feed me." She's like, "All that I ever see you do is drink. Like we go out and you never even talk about food." It's like I don't understand how you put this weight on or how you complain that you're overweight. I never see you eat. <laughs> so then she she asked me. She's like, "You know how? What are you tipping the scales at these days?" <laughs> she asked you how much you weighed. And I tell her that I'm over two bills. And she looks at me like I had broke the four-minute mile. <laughs> like, how how is this even possible that a person could carry that much weight? She's just bewildered. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it is shocking and sad. Um, and, you know, I caught myself the other day on the road ordering a barbecue sandwich. Ugh, from where? Barbecue sandwich from fast food? Barbecue place at the San Diego Uh, airport. I thought you meant like like Arby's or something. It's actually a decent place. (laughs) It was a decent place, but 
uh, one of the most disappointing things that's happened with me in food recently. Why'd you go down to San Diego to pick up your suit that you went there before? A, a salesman. <laughs> salesman. Uh, no, I didn't swing by to get the suit that I threw up on. <laughs> that suit got one good usage and whew, she went out with a bang. But uh, I'm at a barbecue place. You get a choice of sides. One of your sides is always going to be mac and cheese. So yeah, I'm excited about the barbecue sandwich. I'm also excited about this mac and cheese. Shows up. And I double check. I look at the menu. It says fucking mac and cheese. No other words. Full stop. They put in front of me cold macaroni salad. Oof. The disappointment. Sir, it's intended to be cold. Palpable. Yeah. It's fucking macaroni salad that they have listed up there as mac and cheese. Fucking San Diego. You can't expect them to understand the definitions of this shit on barbecue. Mm, yeah. But... Was I mean, it good? I, I thought about calling the Better Business Bureau and reporting him for fraud or something. Was this it was, good? It was fine. I mean, macaroni salad can't be all that good at any point. You were furiously scribbling earlier. You got any other content for us to move on yeah, to? Yeah. You know, I've, I have a confession to make. You know, I talk a lot about my roommate. I don't talk about my other roommate enough. Mm-hmm. Nala. 70 She's pounds. an important part of your life. Important part of my life. And I learned, you know who teaches me the most about my real roommate? Yeah. It's Nala. Yeah. She she really gets a sense of what's going on in the room. Are um, her and Mallory cycle synced? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're very synced. And Nala is so loving and doesn't talk back. And I'm really learning a lot about Mallory through Nala. And I've, and I've come to grips that I actually do love the dog. I've spoke ill of Nala. And I've never given Nala an opportunity to speak back about it. She's easy to please. Great cuddler. Yeah. Great listener. Always supportive. Very compliant. Very compliant. That's what I love that you've pointed out about her. If she hops up on the couch, you can mold her into whatever position you want, and then she's there. Very she's easy good. to manage her play-doh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also taught me some things about her mother, and you know, who was, quote-unquote, her best friend. Yeah. I go, well, I understand why you love the doc so much, right? Sure. Because it listens to you, and it does whatever you want. And it doesn't talk back. It doesn't talk back. That's probably why you like the dog more than it me. It doesn't get too drunk. Yeah, Nala doesn't really drink much. No. That's probably her probably her biggest gripe. If she doesn't go out with her idiot dog friends and <laughs> get hammered and then stumble back in. And smell like absolute shit and hop it back yeah. in the bed. She always answers her phone. I've been getting a lot of, I've been getting a lot of grief about smelling bad in the bed and not showering. Apparently that's not a move. Like when you come back you're supposed to shower. At the end of the day, you're supposed to be showering twice a day? Apparently. It's a tough regimen. You do feel better after you shower. Sometimes it's worth it. But then it. I stay up beaten. longer. I want, I, want to, I want to just pass out. I can't wake you up. I, I got one more segment here. Does she make Nala shower twice a day? Nala doesn't shower. Uh, this sounds pretty fucking hypocritical to me. This is double standard that's Nala being applied in your house. Nala has a real dirty pee, too. So that's got to be cleaned up. Do you guys have, like, a... You know when you're a kid and you have, like, the chore, like, checklist? You oh, have, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah. What you, you got to like, do each week yeah, or each you day? You have, like, girlfriend, Seamus, Nala... She's got to do some chores while she's in there. She's got to pick a couple shoes up and move them to random places. She does it. Hide a couple of your that socks. That is her big excitement thing. Is well, she she grabs a shoe or a sock. Now I put I put garbage. I put fake socks out there, so yeah. it's like a little toy. Yeah. And my mom bought me some toy that represents me, some animal that's supposed to represent me as a child. Yeah. You know, mom stuff. But that's now Nala's chew toy. That's Good. constantly Nala's mouth. Well, speaking of members of the opposite sex, that can be intriguing to study. I encountered a woman who I saw for only five seconds who her entire life story has been spinning around in my head for at least two weeks. 
So what next door to my office, there's this place, Tartine Manufactory, which is if you ever want to go and have a $16 panini, this is the place to do it. And a yeah. glass of white wine. These idiots are in there at all hours of the day. God knows what they do for a living. And this woman, this white-haired woman, comes charging out of there with her two friends. She's got an armful of $10 loaves of bread under her arm that she's just gotten out of there. No fucking way that she's going to be able to eat that much bread. And in a British accent, I hear her say to her friends, after they've put down a glass of shard and some kind of kale dish uh, at this place, she's like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm buying a doggy daycare. I wanted to follow that woman around for the rest of the day and just see what's going on in her life. I mean, that's pretty interesting content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, British accent, most expensive bread you could possibly buy. I'm buying a doggy daycare. Dude, I mean, there's, to there's so many gems in this neighborhood. What what people are doing between the hours of 9 and 11? Yeah. Have you ever uh, bebopped around? Yoga mats under the arm. Yoga mats, the right conversations they're having, like... If you're doing yoga, and you know, I didn't work Friday and Thursday for that matter, but on Friday I see a yoga session going on at like 10 a.m. I'm like, yeah. who are these people? One of the for a long time. That was when I was working from home. That's when you really see them come out because normally you're not encountering that class of person because you're going to work and then you're at work and then you come back from work. You poke around in the middle of the day, whole different type of person comes out. So I called my brother. I had a chat with him on Friday. This makes me think of it. And I go, hey, you know, I knew he was traveling for work. Kim's back. I'm like, hey, why aren't you working? He's like, oh, uh, federal government's closed. Yep. I go, why is the federal government closed? He's like, it's windy. It's windy? It's windy in D.C. It's closed. I'm like, are you fucking with me? Like, he's like, no. He's like, it's everything's closed. He's like, yeah. I'm like, god damn it. What's <laughs> wrong with this? I'd like to have a wind, uh, a wind closure soon. I've also had a, I've developed a new friend. Yeah. It's rare for you. Yeah. Do you remember the... the one on the scorecard. Do you remember the barista I used to be friends with? Paul. Paul. Of course. I, I go to, forget. I go to a different coffee shop. Okay. It's now in my neighborhood. You know what this guy's name is? Randy. Paul. <laughs> His name is Paul. Paul likes me enough, because I was gone for like three or four weeks overseas. He goes, hey, where you been? Immediately gives me a coffee for about 50% of the price, and he always gives me half a cookie on Mondays. And then he always confirms when I'm coming back next. But his service is so exceptional that I only go in when he's in there. Because the other people are just idiots and This tired. is a chain coffee place or one-off coffee place? One-off. Yeah. Very nice place. Yeah. Like very, like, family, home, like, neighborhood. You're not getting discounts at a chain. It's good to have that in the neighborhood. I'm glad that you have that back in your life. Cash only. I really so, feel like that's been missing. Paul, as you can tell, and I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but I'm, I'm pretty beloved in the gay community. <laughs> <laughs> like people like me because I'm very nice and very engaging and very comfortable and it's it's clear to me that Paul is a gay man Seamus quote on his tombstone people like me beloved in the gay community beloved in the gay community is much better yeah so he he's you know he's I've gone in there three or four times this week and he goes hey well you know what are you up to this weekend I was like, you know probably laying low with the roommate nothing too much what are you up to He's like, yeah, well, the hubby's working, so, you know, open. Kind of like leaving it open air, like, yeah, maybe if you want to hang out. Yeah, could have something. Then he's showing me pictures, don't of, put any pressure showing on me pictures of Dolores Park Yeah, when yeah. it goes. Like, this is the spot I'm like, I like oh, I've sit. never been to Dolores. He's like, oh, you got a couple extra blankets. 
But do you see the irony there? That like my previous Paul Barista bottle of white wine that I could put on the rocks for us, and now this Paul Barista baguette, some jam, some baguettes. Talk about opening a doggy. We day- could bring we could bring that dog. Talk about opening. <laughs> talk about opening a doggy daycare. Have yourselves a day. Bring a yoga mat. Do some yoga before. Get a pretty good San Francisco day there. I think it's about time that we got to the report card, unless you got anything else important. No, that's it. This is the greatest month of sports calendar. Just FYI. Lots of good basketball to be had. Uh, yeah, coming up in a couple weeks here. Um, I'm always intrigued watching it. Usually I go to Vegas. I don't know that I'm going to make it to Vegas this year. but um, You got you a scale for us? We should have a scale scoreboard because I think I've come up with like the last five scales. I'm taxed, Seamus. Scale scoreboard? I, 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 I'm, not an un, I'm not a limitless supply of, score, uh, of, of scales here. Yeah, let's do it on... Types of games you can play, like board games. Okay, that's a good one. You know what you are? Let me hear. You're dominoes. Okay. You're dominoes <coughs> because for anyone who hasn't played it before, it looks intimidating, it looks confusing. And most people, you ask them, like, hey, I'm interested in learning dominoes, can you teach me? Like, well, have you played before? Yeah. And most people are like, well, no, no I'm not going to teach you. <laughs> okay. That's kind of who you are. Yeah. Right. Like I'm like he's like, oh, do you know you you not play dominoes? Uh, no, he, yeah, I'm not teaching. Right? I'm not willing to invest time in in a new setup. Sure. But if you learn it by yourself and learn dominoes, it's not that complicated of a game. Not at all. It's one of the simplest games. And that's I've yeah, that's exciting to see because that's dominoes reflects how this other woman has cracked into your personal life. You know what you are? You're sorry. You remember the game Sorry <laughs> with an exclamation point. More reasons than one. It's kind of a double entendre for you. But it's also a game where... I don't know when the last time you played it was, but you just roll the fucking dice and you move the piece around. And either you're okay or, oops, sorry, you go back. And when you come out with Seamus, you're rolling that die, you're going to move the piece. It doesn't really fucking matter if you win or not. But there's always a chance every night that you roll the dice and it comes up and we get a drunk Seamus. We get... An overly cocky Seamus. We get a Seamus that thinks that he has one of the funniest things to tell the world. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's the night that you got. And that's you, and that's been the 43rd episode oh, of Gentleman's Breakfast. Thanks for coming out.